Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in Double Deuce. It's another episode of Double Deuce, somewhere in the 400s. I think in the 400 teens. I think it's a teenage 400, I think. Thing maybe a teenage like preteen, four hundred of the four hundreds, the four hundred nine. I want to say no, four hundred eight, no, four hundred seven. You're going the wrong way, man. Four hundred eleven. Nope. Four hundred twelve. Nope. Four hundred thirteen. You're going the wrong way, man. Or it went both ways. I went down and I went up. What other ways are there? But you missed the one in the middle. 410? Yes. Uh, you went nine and then you went down and then you went 11 and you went up and you never hit oh, 10. Man. I do you, do you ever think that like maybe I should stop drinking during these podcasts? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, probably I not, right. but. I think I went down and I, I think went you just up. need to not forget about 10. 10 is the magic number. You know, we just need some asshole to come along and be like, uh, technically, uh, decimate uh, does not mean to kill the entire army, but only to murder one in 10 people, so, which the Romans would do in order to ensure army uh, morale. <laughs> Fucking fucker. I hate that guy. That Roman guy. It might be a gal. It might it might be a non-binary person. I hate that folk. I, hate I that, feel like I, I didn't pay thing. enough attention to the to the how often do men think about ancient Rome thing. I don't re- I don't remember who was talking about it. I just I saw like people like commenting on it, but not the actual inciting incident. But I know that that was a thing this week. They're asking about men and thinking about Rome. How often do you think about Rome? I mean, not that often. A little bit more with uh, with uh, uh, Ray Stevenson on Ahsoka because it makes me think of the HBO Rome show that you know takes place in in ancient Rome, and so so was Ray a Stevenson in the was he in the the Rome show? Yeah, man, he was one of the two main characters. He was one of the gladiators. He was the. I mean, they they glided a little bit. He was the because there's like the officer, and then there's the dude who like, and then they become like best buds. Oh shit! He was Paulo, right? Like the, the yeah, the Roman, yeah. He's the one. Yeah, uh, he's the one. He's got the last line of the show. Yeah. See, I always think of him for Beowulf because I just love his line. I've come to kill your monster. I try to throw that in whenever I can in in daily life. Like if I show up at somebody's house and they're like, hey, what are you doing? What are you here for? And I'm like, I'll come to kill your monster. And they're like, oh. Does it ever get you into, into an accidental monster situation because they actually have a monster and you didn't really mean to kill a monster, but now now you feel stuck, obligated to kill a monster or possibly be killed th- by a monster because I don't know how good you are at monster fighting. 
Yeah, no, I. How many times uh, you had to like abs- run from a house because you said you were there to kill a monster, and then there was a monster, and you were like, "Never mind." Twice. Nice. I I would have guessed more. I mean, you're overestimating how often I get a chance to use the line. Yeah. I don't just uh, unadvisedly say I've come to kill your monster. It has to be like the right set of circumstances. Are you afraid it might be like a Harry and the Henderson situation and they'll think that you're there to kill their their um, you know, their squatch friend and so they freak out and try to like get the squatch out of there before you kill them and you're like, "No, no, no. It was just uh I was quoting a sorry, clearly not a, not monstrous. He's very friendly squatch." You know, here's the thing I've learned about squatches over the years. They're friendly till they're not. So uh, take them out early, I say. Take them out while they're still willing to trust you. Just take them, take them out to a field and say, you know, like, look at the daisies, squatch. Look at the daisies. And uh, and then they're, they're looking at the daisies. And you're like, boom. And you put a trash can over their heads and push them into a tree stump and then they fall over and their head hits the trash can and they get concussed and they bleed out and it's sort of hilarious but also terrifying all at the same time and then you've already got them half in a trash can so then you just have to take a chainsaw and cut off the top half from the bottom half and you've already got half in a trash can so you just take that to like a street that you know is having trash pick up the next day because you always want it to not be more than a day so it doesn't smell too bad. And you take the bottom half, or actually it's about the bottom two thirds, and you're probably going to want to get another trash can. They're or lanky maybe like squashes. To... They're a lanky yeah. beast. They could they yeah. could play or, they could play they could play the center on any NBA team. Any NBA team, or they could be like a defender on a good Premiership team uh, if you're into soccer. Yeah, but my point is, you take the bottom two thirds, and you're probably going to want to go to the student ghetto, like you know, go 14th Tennessee, 14th in Kentucky, and you just drive up basically till you see one of those dumpsters with a bunch of student stuff in it, maybe a couch kind of off to the side, and you just throw the bottom half of the squatch right in there, and you drive off. Don't let anyone see you because they will get mad. And then sometimes they'll post on the internet if they're upset, but it's okay. It's legal. A lot of people don't tell you that. Do you, do you shave? Do you shave the squatch legs so that it doesn't look like it's a squatch, but like a, an abnormally large human leg? Because you're afraid that, like, uh, you know, you, you, that people are going to panic if they think that there's not only squatches loose in the streets, but something going out there killing squatches and taking taking their their upper their upper bits. And, and leaving leaving their lower bits behind or do you just leave them hairy because you're like this is going to really freak them out and they'll never even guess it's me they'll be more concerned and, about about squatches and squat and squatch eating monsters than they will about me killing these squatches it's better than any of that my friend what i do is i take half a bandolier and mm-hmm. i strap it to the bottom two-thirds of the squatch and then they think it's a chewbacca like a belt uh yeah the belt like the belt and the bandolier, and I just—I just mean like a bandolier. Top. Like you generally slings over the shoulder, and it sounds like there's no shoulders left. Like it no, won't, it so won't you gotta wrap it around. Well. You wrap it around the bottom half. It's a little tricky, but mm-hmm. when you're 
Saying, they might think killer. that it was a, a Sasquatch or Wookiee Batman because it's around like the probably more like the waist that it's a utility yeah. belt more than a bandolier. Listen, I've never had any blowback and I've done a lot of squatches in in my day. I've just lectured at a lot of places about the difference between utility belts and bandoliers. So I'm probably coming at it from a place of expertise that's unnecessary and unwarranted in this situation. I'm just also sure, trying to make always... sure that you're like you're selling you're selling exactly what you're looking to sell and you're not accidentally, you know, creating creating a uh, a problem for yourself down the down the line when when your I ruse mean, all... is, is has been found out, as all ruses eventually are. Oh man, what that is that is the most negative thing you've ever said. I'm I'm just I'm just being I'm being practical and I'm being honest and I want you to be ready just in case someone realizes that you're the one killing all the squatches and and trying to to play mind games with us with with the leavings with the murder leavings of the dead squatches. I'm not trying to play mind games. I just don't want people to know that it was me killing squatches. I want them to think that there's like something out there chomping off the top half of Wookiees. That's that's where I'm at. That's my yeah. thing. I know. It just seems like you know. I'd be worried. Like, what if what if uh, what, what if an expert comes in and is like, "Look, th- this th- this is clearly wood chipper work, not not the 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 maw and giant teeth of of an enormous squatch eating beast." Like, what if they get a Matt Hooper in here who who can do the science? What were we talking about initially that led to this? Squatches. I feel like there was maybe something that it's led about to you that. you writing monster hunting checks that your body can't cash unless it squatches. Oh, monster hunting! The monster hunting. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and Ray Stevenson before that. That's what we were talking about. And Ray before Stevenson. that, Rome. And before that, about how you forget about the number ten. Hey, I, I here's some here's a fun little fact. Do you guys want to know a fun little fact? I say you guys. I mean the studio audience here. Yeah, um, I think our my, listeners always want to learn a fun little fact. My 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 wife gets uh, delighted to the point of I think a little bit of excitement. Uh, if you if you whisper in a Cockney accent in her ear, kind of like Ray Stevenson. So if you ever want to like see Jack get a little flustered, just like lean over and be like, "I'm here to kill your monster," and uh, and uh, she'll get she'll she'll her little heart will go flutter. So she, uh, she, I, she's I the one that it. you really use that on more than you use it on like people when when you arrive at their house. This isn't like a sexy role play though. I don't want you to get the opinion that this is my sexy role play episode that's 420 i would assume that it's that it's sexy until such time as you have to murder a squatch i mean yeah i mean she'll be like oh it's in the kitchen and i'll have to go into the kitchen and and we don't you know really have a squatch so then i'll have to like pretend like like we get ollie and some hairy feet and i sort of sling him over my shoulder and I'm like, oh, I've caught you a monster and then take him out and buy him a donut. I don't cut him in half. I mean, it's because it's just, he's doing me a solid. And then I go back and say, I, I disposed of your monster. And then she's really kind of moved on is probably watching TV. Yeah. And, I mean, a lot uh, of people, I think a lot of people in listening office, listening office, listening audience, don't know that your wife is perpetually hunted by squatches. 
No, I mean that's not something we talk about. Like, Did we like, ever figure out why? I think it has something to do with the type one diabetes. I think most people with type one are hunted by squatches. I think. Interesting. Uh, I and actually, I'm not entirely sure between you and me that the squatches aren't trying to help, but we don't have any evidence how. Okay. So we just murder them. Well, maybe what if they're just coming by with insulin? Do you find insulin in their bandoliers later? Or wait, no, you add the bandoliers. I add the bandoliers. Squatches don't wear bandoliers. Are That's you having trouble like come- like keeping up with the the having to purchase and prep bandoliers? Do you put anything in all the little in all the little pockets and things? It's funny you mentioned that. It was a lot more difficult before cosplaying blew up. Yeah. Now it's just like a quick Amazon search is like bandoliers for squatches. But do you still like have to load up those pockets is my question, or do you just leave them unloaded? Because I'd be afraid that a savvy detective over time would be like, I think that this is this is someone trying to fake like these are Chewbacca's when they're really squatches. Because why are these why are these Wookiees not like carrying on empty bandoliers? Like I don't buy that they're that they're all using up all of their ammo and tricks on, on whatever is eating them. Like sooner or later, Listen, one of them is going to leave some, some stuff behind. That's a problem. See, that that's what's going to get you caught. That's things like that, that nap, expose the ruse, nap. my friend. We're going to deal with it when we come to it right now. We're just dealing with strictly local cops and they don't care. You know, they're all in the, they're all in the pocket of big, big bandolier, right? They just, you know, they know like, they're content that they're Wookiees out there getting slaughtered because that means more Wookiees buying bandoliers because you got to get a whole new army of Wookiees now. Is, is our is our local police force racist against Wookiees like the Galactic Empire was? I mean, there's a lot of similarities, and I really I'm afraid to say this because I feel like it's probably the most provocative thing I've ever said on this podcast, but there are a lot of similarities between the galactic empire and the LPD. What are the top five similarities between the galactic empire and the LPD? Uh, Number one, Admiral Thrawn. Like a lot of people don't know this, but it's not Lockhart who's the head of the LPD. Oh no, he's like Palpatine. He reports to Admiral Thrawn, who is the actual head of the LPD, and he does not like the DA. He's not a big. I would fan. Ex- I would expect that if Admiral Thrawn were heading the LPD, they would be better at at planning and executing plans. Well, you've seen that their social media has gotten a lot better. That's kind of the first step. The Admiral Thrawn, like, yeah, like he, uh, he, like, he's real good at that Twitter game or the X game, as we now now like to call it. I don't think anyone calls it that. No, we call it the X game now. You're, this is the first I'm hearing. The X game. I don't buy it. One, the X games, I think, would probably have a litigious thing to say about that. Number two, ADATs. Like, have you noticed that proportionally the number of calls in which ADATs have been dispersed around the community has skyrocketed over the last few months? Yes. ADATs. Number three, giant 
factories for widgets okay. populated by slave prisoner labor. Okay. Number four, crunch berries. Number five, they used to have chiefs cards. Like back in my day, the cops, you could be like, hey, do you have any chiefs cards? And they'd be like, sure, have a chiefs card. And now they've just got holograms of Werner Herzog saying, bling me as a child. And that's that's the top five reasons that. Can the, you go back to number four for a second? I'm a little uncertain sure. about how four connects. about crunch berries. Yep. What do you? What's the problem? Like what? What? I don't remember the empire utilizing crunch berries. I know the LPD uses them all the time. They litter our right. streets, our downtown. Yeah. The, the the drainage system is choked with crunch berries, and it's clearly yeah. cops that are doing it. But I don't remember Crunch Berries being uh, a weapon or tool of the Galactic Empire. I mean, uh, it was it was actually that's it it, it was in the Clone Wars animated series. Uh, so it, it, I don't but know. The if Galactic it's Empire canon. didn't exist back then. Yeah, huh? Nah. I mean, it was they didn't call it that at the time, but they were. They were selling crunch berries. See, I've caught you in another ruse, Will. Do you see how easy it is? You see how easy I, it is to get caught in a ruse if you aren't careful berries. with your with your ruse, your ruse plans. Your Why ruse do you think every dumpster that the Wookiees get found in are filled with crunch berries, man? This is not a ruse. This is this is science fact. I mean, I, I'm I'm just guessing that the cops have been there when when. I hear about that. I'm just saying, be careful. Spicy Beef Gauss can't get you out of every situation. He's a great lawyer, but he's still just a man. I really wonder now what the official serial of the Lawrence Police Department is, and I feel like we should know someone who knows that. I'm, I'm, just from the sheer amount of berries, I'm guessing it's Oops All Berries. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably true. It's probably true. We may never know, though. We may have to get a new friend, a, a, a police officer friend. Actually, I, I know one. You have a policeman friend? Uh, yeah, I've got a police friend. Sergeant Shipley. Not, no relation to Courtney Shipley, Megan Shipley. It's a different, different officer. But, but anyway, she might tell me what the, the favorite serial is. Okay. You should probably because they gotta have like a, a, a bonding serial, right? Yeah. Can you can you call her? Not this minute. Well, apparently you're not that close to friends. Wow. Wow, that hurts my feelings a little bit. Sorry. I just thought I might have caught you in yet a, another ruse. How many ruses can I expose of yours in but twenty two minutes of podcast? Sports corner, sports corner, ding ding. Sports corner, sports corner, ding ding. Hey, forget about crunch berries. It's sports corner, ding ding. A place with uh, famously zero crunch berries allowed. <laughs> Did you like how I distracted you from the actual content of what we were saying and made it into a sports corner? Yes. 
I didn't watch a lot of sports this weekend because I realized that Game Pass had Starfield on on it, and now I've been doing nothing but playing Starfield on Game Pass all weekend long, which is uh, taking over my life. Yeah, I want to play that, but I've got an older Xbox One, and I think I need. I, I think I. I don't know, I need to like some cloud gaming or something to be able to play it. But also yeah, I don't it takes have game the cloud pass, nor do I have the money for Starfield at the moment. So uh I, I will say it plays pretty good on, on cloud gaming if you get the old game pass and uh and and I'm playing it on Xbox One, so you know don't don't be a hater. Right on. It's weird though. I've been playing so much Skyrim that like it's weird because it's like it feels more like Fallout in a lot of ways, but then it's also Bethesda, so it feels like mm-hmm. Skyrim as well. So there, it's, I uh, feel like it, whenever they put out a game, it kind of in like informs the next game a little bit because I feel like from like an Oblivion to like a Fallout Three to a Skyrim to like a Fallout Four to I guess Starfield, like it kind of moves in a line with some of the mechanics. Yeah. That's how I it's understand good, it. It doesn't have anything to do with sports, and I sort of really threw everything off by saying it, but that's why I haven't watched sports. Yeah. Except for the, the I watched the Chiefs game. Yeah, I caught some of that. It was sloppy. Oh, man, was it sloppy. Uh, like, hey, Kelsey, I know you've been gone for a little while, but where are your hands, man? You didn't hurt your hands. Yeah. His knee looked a I didn't little bit dodgy a couple of times there, especially as the game went like on. I'm guessing that thing was hurting. They're adding rules because they're like, because the Chiefs won two challenges, they can now have a third challenge. And it seemed like some Wizard of Oz shit. Like, because I can't make you go away, I'm giving you another bonus trait. No, they've always had that because they're like, because oh, if you if the challenge is successful, that means you caught us in a fuck up. So if you they, if you use them both and you're right both times, they're like, you know what? You get another one because that's all on us. You keep catching us. So have another one for free. Man, man, it, just, it felt a little placating. I got to say. No, that's just how it works. Dems rules. That was a good sports corner. It was. I watched a bunch of sports. I watched the Mystics uh, playoff game on Friday, which was good in the first half, but then the second half, the Liberty started shooting a whole lot, and Ionescu went went fucking off, uh, and we ended up losing. Then I watched the KU game Saturday night, which was which was kind of wild. I feel like we that was a little sloppy, but I was also like, ah, we. We, we we never play a West Coast schedule. I don't know that we've ever started a football game that late. Not ever. And we won, right. so I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were favored, but we weren't favored by as much as Colorado was favored, and they just barely got that game into an overtime to win in the second overtime. So, you know, I feel like we can still feel good about that. 3-0, and I like that. I like that team. Fucking Neil and Daniels are they're dangerous. They're dangerous. I love it. 
are they fans or are they on the team? They're on the team. They're the they're the quarterback okay. and the running back. Oh, good. Okay. They score. They, they were... score a lot of the touchdowns. Last last maybe... Saturday night, they scored all the touchdowns. Mm. With them lags. Th- them lags. Lags. Oh, lags. Yep. Then I've watched some football today. Yeah. Yeah, I watched Washington beat Denver in in a close one. Although, a weirdly, because it wasn't close in the first half, Denver was really just moving the ball. And then in the second half, Washington was like, stop it. And then basically went on a 32-3 to run to go up by eight. And uh, Denver actually was able to get the ball down and score, but then didn't get the two-point conversion and lost by two in the, at the very end. A Washington team got Chase Young back on the the defensive line, and that defensive line with him and Sweat and those other dudes, they look uh, dangerous, but in a different way than the dangerousness of of the KU offense that I was talking about. Also, I still like that Sam Howell. That kid's uh, that kid's still pretty fearless and talented. I think that that Washington team. I don't know that it's this year, but I think within the next few, they could be. Uh, they could potentially be real good. I, I I like the optimism and I like the hope because you're you're a Washington man. I am. I mean, I'm also a Denver man. I root for both those teams, but I also feel like Washington's got a better potential road to get to anything. Although that was kind of our thinking earlier on, and I feel like a lot of those big AFC teams are not looking good <laughs> so far this year. Yeah. So it might be that the AFC is more open than we thought it was going to be, but I have a hard time believing that come as the season keeps moving along that, uh, that that'll continue to be the case. And even if it is Denver's Owen too. And so they're, you know, not going to have a good time of it regardless, even if they start to put their shit back together. I also feel like they've had to completely try to fix the, the, the just abomination that was, Nathaniel Hackett coaching last year, which is still the worst coaching job I've ever seen in my life at any level of any sport. Man, like worse than like Ted Lasso in season one. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, That's yeah. my only frame of reference for a coach coaching a season. I mean, Ted Lasso still understood how clocks work. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you want to hear my funny joke from today? Yeah. So uh, the Chiefs were playing Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, and their quarterback's name was Lawrence, right? Yep. And uh, you know his he, first he name, kept Bob Lawrence. Trevor. Yeah. Trevor. Hmm. Trevor Bob. No. Okay. Trevor Lawrence kept getting sacked by the Chiefs. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of funny. So I said on, on the internet, I said, Oh, I haven't seen Lawrence get sacked this much since Quantrill's raid. Because Lawrence, Kansas, got sacked in Quantrill's raid. It did. It I was thought funny because it it's fun- true. That was a pretty funny joke. Yeah, their defense definitely looked a lot better with uh with uh uh 
fucking why can't i think of uh old boy's name who was holding out until last week when they looked real bad and they're like all right we'll cut that deal now uh we, we don't want to keep uh looking like this yeah yeah and it made a huge difference the way that it did all the times he played last year. There you go. Just goes to show you one good player can change your entire team. Yep. Those receivers still do not look good. <laughs> I was think a that lot that, that didn't look good on, gonna be on a either problem. side. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't the best game of football I ever watched. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kelsey ostensibly should start feeling better, and then that will help things out. But at the same time, if he's the only one that you can count on reliably, they're going to just start triple-teaming him, and and I don't know then. But There's still, we don't know. they can figure it out, I'm sure. They don't need that good of receivers, but they still do need guys who can physically catch the ball. I don't know. I'd be I'd be a little nervous, but at the same time, as long as you still have Mahomes, I wouldn't be super nervous. It's also I'm, if I'm, if you know the rest of the AFC keeps looking a little dodgy themselves, that again yeah. helps. I'm okay. I'm okay right now. Yeah, it's early. There's also still I feel like we forget about it a little bit. Like usually teams if they're if injuries aren't killing them, like tighten things up as the season goes on. And I feel like more so since we cut back on preseason and starters play even less in the preseason, I feel like September is more of a dumpster fire across the board as teams are like figuring their shit out in time. Yeah. It's harder to read as much into September performance as it used to be. You know what goes good in a dumpster fire? What? Bottom two thirds of a squatch. Yeah. What's I don't know. It, it feels like that wouldn't smell good. It's a lot of burning hair and a lot of burning squatch. Have you ever you've smelled a lot of squatches? I'm sure. I feel like I don't know. May, are the are the stories wrong? I've heard stories that say that they've got a pretty distinct and unpleasant odor. How do you find squatches to smell? Eh, it smells like chicken. What kind of chicken? Red chicken. Red chicken? You know, the red ones with the thing with the... Roosters? Turkeys? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, no, the <laughs> roosters, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any other what, dumb questions? I mean, I was just uh, just trying to to figure out more about squatches. I, I I I'm not an expert on squatches. I just would have assumed that burning them wouldn't smell great, especially with all that hair. Burnt hair doesn't doesn't you know smell awesome. I mean. I'm I'm not gonna do all the work for you. There are things you have to experience for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's that's all I'm gonna say about that. Burnt popcorn also, also our... smells bad. Don't burn popcorn; it smells bad. That's my tip to you. 
Oh man, uh, if if they'd aim that real genius la- laser towards the popcorn and the squatch, that mm-hmm. would have been a powerful funk. Yeah, powerful funk. I do want like how did they? I can't remember how long they put the the real genius laser on that car, and and I wonder the ability of it to to heat to a point to to pop all that corn evenly. I, mean, I don't know I don't that the science in Real Genius checks out, Will. You know, and I think that's today's lesson that, uh, you know, we're going to agree about some things and we're going to disagree about some things and sports are going to happen and sometimes they're soccer and sometimes they're football and a chicken may be a rooster, but if there's one thing we learned today, it's that the science in Real Genius does not hold up. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Sorry, I'm taking notes. I need you to close it out. The notes or the TED Talk? Uh, the, the, uh, the episode, silly. Oh, you know what I realized? I didn't hit start on my timer, so I don't even know what time it is. We're way over 22 minutes, but they deserve this. Well, good. You got what you yeah. deserved, people. Just like Will says every time he kills a squatch, he's like, "You got what you deserved." And then he it's puts them, puts them them legs with it with its utility belt in in a in a dumpster and sets it ablaze. And they make their final and die. And and then he well, they probably don't make a lot of sound because they're they're not there are no heads left. Oh yeah, no, they don't make that sound. Never mind. Forget I said. I feel that. like the only sound you really hear is is the sound of, of the crunching of the of the crunch berries that litter the streets as you walk away. Like the gangs of New York. It would be a clue to catch you as a as a Sasquatch murderer if the crunch berries weren't literally everywhere in all of our streets. If they were like, well, clearly they were downtown because the crunch berries. But no, it's every street. Every street. That's how they crunch, crunch, crunch. That's how they caught Jack the Ripper. Yep. The crunch berries. You heard it here first. They were like on, only Whitechapel is littered with crunch berries in in late 19th century England. And they got him. Double Deuce. They got him. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also, you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. We're at Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook. And our email is DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to support us, get our Patreon on patreon.com backslash double deuce pod yeah we got all kinds of stuff on there we got me talking about things i'm seeing we got extra minis that like the minis you find in the decaduces we got will singing or if you want to pay for him not to sing there is a way to pay for no singing the world's your oyster all kinds of stuff all kinds of stuff so much stuff that's patreon.com backslash double deuce pod yeah yeah Sorry, when you're like, wherever five podcasts are found, I just kept thinking about that Tom Jones speech at the end of Grapes Wrath. It's like, whatever, there's a cop beating on a fine podcast. We'll be there. <laughs> Double deuce. <laughs>
Good episode.